difficult, 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 We'll you know, touch again. 2023, 20, baby. 2023 is the touching year. <laughs> oh, my year God. Of the touch. You know, okay, I know. Oh, wait, first of all, I'm Katie. Oh, yeah. And I'm Marie. And this is the, I almost said the Deformed Horses podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what was happening. It's the Difficult Women. It's Difficult Women. Deformed. I don't even know. Oh, yes. This is the Difficult Women podcast. And we are recording live together in Brooklyn. It's so exciting. Oh my God. Um, I was just gonna say for those of you that care, and I know most of you don't, I watched another video about um that was made in August of 2019 about uh horoscope predictions for 2020. It's oh, like shit. the thing I just do now. And they were saying like everything was dead on. It was like March was everything was gonna fall apart, and that then we're now in the period of high tensions. Oh Mars is an Aries. Uh-huh. For the next six months, kind of retrograding back and forth. Okay. So watch out. But then they said that it, that's going to end in January. So here's my hope. We have a new president by then, and that's why things start to change and get better. Boom. Boom. Ba-dum-bum. bum oh. Bidi-bi. And then this other lady said <laughs> she she thought that things wouldn't get back to normal till for three years. She's just a psychic. But... <laughs> This is my, these are my news sources now because I cannot watch the news anymore. Well, my best friend called me, uh, Jeremy, and he was like, I just talked to my psychic and she, uh, she told me, do not give up on showbiz. And I was like, well, Jeremy, I could have told you that. He should have asked more important questions like, what's going to happen to us? I know. It was, that was funny. Well, I told you I think I caused this whole thing because I found my vision board for 2020 and it was like everything was, you know, I made a collage. Guys, you have to secret your life that you want. And my collage literally was like press pause me time and then like just a room <laughs> just an empty room just an alone. empty room just I was totally like, alone like, fuck <laughs> that is my life now that is my life because uh, i live alone baby i mean my roommate moved out i mean that's so sad because you'll be a little yes. lonely but it is nice to have all this wonderful space now it's so great the place looks very good thank you I rearranged it all because I live alone and I can do what I want. <laughs> and everything, all the furniture is just smushed to one side now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I can do what I want. It's all piled up high. Now. That's right. And I got, a, no, I'm reunited with you and I've been reunited with my cat finally after four months. She, when I saw her, she was like, I have no idea who this yeah, is. Yeah, she's not was. used to humans. When I came in, she was so angry at me. And then I went to my room and she had pissed and pooped all over my bed consistently for four months. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you do with those sheets? I threw them away. No, yeah. I, I took yeah. them down. I did laundry for $50. I'm so happy to be back in New York. <laughs> God. How, I mean, well, that's a whole other thing. But. It's a whole other thing. When I did leave my parents, I like hugged the washer and dryer and the oh. dishwasher. I was like, goodbye. Maybe someday I'll have one of you in my home. I don't blame you at all. Anyway. I virtually hug your washer and dryer. I know. Just live vicariously. <laughs> I could have been like, so how many times did you do your laundry this week? <laughs> 
exciting. Oh, this is weird. We're together. I know. It's great. Though. It's weird because before we, I just really had to listen. Now I can just talk over. <laughs> now I just I don't even know you're in the room. I'm yes, just going, right. yeah. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> oh, God. It's great. Oh, how have you been? What's up? Um, I've been all right. I'm sort of back at work a little bit, teeny tiny bit. Wow. Uh, we, I've been doing some cinematography stuff for a company and I feel very safe there. They're doing a really good job of, they're taking it very seriously, wearing That's a lot good. of masks, wearing our visors, uh, lots of sanitation things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of masks, I did want to say something that had happened to me uh, this week that was interesting. Um, so in my slow... <laughs> slow deterioration mental deterioration uh, <laughs> as i find my news sources from the internet like you know horoscope news and then also um i've just taken to trolling people that don't want to wear masks oh i love it so just do you strangers, find them i just find them wait online. katie you cannot do this <laughs> it's not i'm not condoning this i don't think it's okay it's not okay how do you find them well, hashtag i don't wear a mask I'll usually sort of it's not totally on purpose and like I start my day being like let me find some people to troll but I was on Facebook and somebody that I probably don't even know very well posted this thing that they found on Instagram where this person had posted it's like a letter but it just could easily have just been typed up by anybody and it's quote unquote from the CDC and in the letter it said something like um you know masks in like all caps it's like masks are dangerous don't wear masks and you're like this just doesn't seem real and it's not like it's just a crumpled letter piece of paper someone printed out and so this guy on Instagram I'm not going to say anybody's names cuz just we don't need to do any of that but this guy I do not know posted the, a photo of the letter that just doesn't seem real and then somebody was like, where did you find this? I want to repost, but I haven't been able to confirm it's like veracity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I commented to that guy. I <laughs> just wrote, I was like, hey, like, that's not a real letter. I was like, it's just not real. I was like, the reason why you can't find proof that it's real is because it's not real. I was like, I do encourage you to you know, re- do research and find out about these things. And, you know, I'm not saying don't learn more about masks if that interests you, but that but but you know it's just don't believe that that's a real letter that's basically what i was saying and um yeah so that's what I, it was okay. polite and that was nice. just whatever Very but nice. it was just sort of being like hey you know and this was their response <laughs> and i got this while i was at work and i was like in the middle of saying something and i saw it and i was like oh okay the person wrote Katie Frame, CDC's own webpage says masks don't filter anything and actually put people more at risk of infection. So get the fuck out, you brainwashed bootlicker. Fuck you and fuck your mask, you herd animal. Masks are for criminals or creeps. Which one are you, lady? <laughs> and I was and like, then what did you write oh, back? Oh, no, nothing. And then I was like, and scene. Because like, oh, what do you... I might- what do you do with that? Just I mean, post I was like emoji, uh, animal emojis and stuff. I, oh my I god! I mean, I should. I mean, I could always still write back, but I just wow. was like, that is wow. Because wow. that's not somebody that wants more information about masks safety. Gosh, <laughs> that's somebody that is probably living in fear to some, you know, what a fear of. I don't know. Everyone's in a weird fear, fear mode, I guess. But um, <clears throat> anyway. So I'm, I was called a herd animal this week. <laughs> herd animal. Wow. That's beautiful. Well, good for you. Yeah. When so your anyway, new hobby. That was, yeah, my, my best friend, me and my, me and my new friend. <laughs> I've taken up uh, bicycling. 
Oh, that too. Uh, all over New York. I did ride to 42nd Street to the Intrepid, which, by the way, never wow. been, never wanted to go. Uh, still haven't. It's not open, but I did just have a picnic. <laughs> I broke in. And, you know. <laughs> I broke in. I just had to see the battleship or plane or it's a, a battle a battleship or, with, know, a some sort of a with planes on it i don't boat. know google I don't know it uh I don't know it but yeah just riding all over this town so that's that's my new hobby i like yours better though <laughs> just trolling people trolling people home. yeah it's trolling safe, people safe hobby. it's so the mask thing is just so strange because in nashville i knew people weren't going to wear them because it's tennessee but when i don't when i see people not wearing masks in new york city it's i just i really want to talk to them and and say do you know something i don't or am no, i the crazy one no, or you're not the crazy what, one. yeah or i, mean, I really just want to be handing out masks yeah i think that i've seen people kind of do that which i'm like that's great i just stay away from i don't people. i have three masks and i can't afford to give any of them no don't give them point. away you know they don't yeah. deserve your masks no no i don't really know i think f- part of it is that it's they're not the most comfortable thing so people just like don't want to yeah. wear them yeah i think some people also still don't understand how serious this is even in new york like if they haven't I mean, most people know somebody that's gotten it, at least. Right. And most of us in New York know somebody that's died, too, Mm -hmm. at this point. So we're most of us, I think, are taking it seriously. But then there's some people that just, I don't know, they can't be bothered. There was a study. No offense if y'all don't wear masks. I mean, we're offense. I don't know. But there was some <laughs> study that you, came she'll out. She'll troll you. I'll find you and troll you. I, there was some article. And I, this sort of shit is so fucking dumb. But I'm going to perpetuate it anyway because, you know, YOLO. Um there was some article that was like, there's a clear connection between people who won't wear masks and, you know, stupidity or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't yeah, yeah, that. that makes sense. I, I can support that data. <laughs> it's probably not true at all. But, uh, you know, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll just spread that fake news. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore, you guys. I don't know either. Uh, it's, I don't know. You know who will not wear a mask? Who? Olive. Ugh. Olive, I told you, you have to wear a mask. No, nope. that mask on. She you. doesn't want to wear one. What a jerk! Well, you know, I bet uh, this is probably not true either. But you know, you might be able to purchase masks at this website. <laughs> oh, definitely a dental dam of some sort. Something for protection. You like protection? We got the place for you. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for fifty percent off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. Hold for sound, because the window is open and this is how we pod nowadays. Before I used to be like, oh my god, do you hear that? Who (laughs) cares? And now it's like, we're alive, it doesn't matter, nothing matters. Woo! Yeah! Yeah. Party in the city. Somebody bought too many dildos and they're coming after you. (laughs) (laughs) I got them stuck in some unfortunate places. Can you imagine what that was? Uh, Well... Let's get into today's topic because this is <laughs> this. I mean, I'm very proud of our podcast, especially the past episodes. This episode, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, here's the thing. I'm actually all of a sudden become very passionate about this subject. <laughs> it's just true. I can't help it. I texted you a little drunk in the middle of the night a couple of weeks ago. 
She started trolling me, folks. I was trolling Maria. I was like, have you heard about this? And um, it's basically what I what we're talking about today is the Free Britney movement. Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney, like for reals though, y'all. Um, for reals. Now, all this is alleged. We just want to, for legal reasons, yes. just announce that we, you know, we have not done personal, we haven't talked to anybody in her camp. Nope. We've only watched YouTube videos made by children <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> And read some articles. Read some articles. We're just speculating here. Just speculation. But then we're. But we're, this is what we're going to chat about today, and it's. I think it'll be interesting. I, there's so. First of all, can I just say, this story is like a wormhole that doesn't end because I every turn of this story, I was like, what, 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 what? Right. There's a lot of crazy little thing so this will be interesting. well it's so interesting because it, it came about because of the fans the fans are the ones that really brought light to free britney and we'll get into why they're trying to what they're trying to free her from but now like there's so many articles now journalists are trying to do investigative reporting tmz came out with their statement recently of how they feel paris hilton is getting in on the action Cher tweeted about it last oh, year really? i was oh like god. oh my god this is so exciting and the free britney thing ha- started happening i I guess a couple like about a year ago or so mm-hmm. and now it's like been in the news a lot recently because i wouldn't really what else do we have to do yeah Let's, i think that's we're black lives matter okay and now we're on to free, also, free jesus but i mean i do really feel strongly about this case this cause well sudden. let's get into it what okay. does it mean let's start at the very beginning okay britney spears's life she as a young child was famous. Louisiana, baby. Louisiana mm-hmm. grew up in um in a trailer park mm-hmm. with her family, and had was you know her parents kind of pushed her, her mother pushed her into sort of like performing and stuff, mm-hmm. and she got her first big break on the Disney Channel on the yeah Disney. the Mickey Mouse Club with Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling. Don't forget Ryan Gosling oh. was on that show too. Right, so crazy. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so she you know she's g- moving up in the world fame wise. Justin joins like uh, the NSYNC or whatever one he was in. Right. And then she meets Lou Pearlman through Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. And they were thinking about using her for like a girl group. But then in actuality, they were like, actually, she could be a breakout star. So then all these, you know, she becomes famous. Her albums start coming out. She's doing a great job. Um, but basically, like, she starts having like a lot of fame. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like mm-hmm. a pop star. And, and she and really, really quickly. Really and, quickly. Mm-hmm. And she also really... um. Like, we had never seen anything quite like that, or at least not since, like, I mean, I guess, like, probably Michael Jackson mm-hmm. would have been sort of somebody that was, like, a star really quickly and then got super pop famous. Like, I'm trying to think of another female artist. She started that whole, yeah. like, because then Christina, Christina Aguilera came after that, and then all these other... Mandy Moore. Mandy and, Moore, yeah. yeah all, Jessica they really Simpson. tried to, yeah. Right, they, like, that, right. She was, like, the beginning of that single pop. I mean, Madonna, obviously. Right. But Madonna, Madonna was, was older and seemed more mature and understood, like, and had been trying to be famous for so long, totally. you know. And she wasn't a child when she started. Right. Yeah. Right. It was like, right. Yeah. So it was sort of it, the machine. It was like the first machine kind of like pop star. But we didn't know that at the time. We were just like, oh, no. this girl. They also sexualized her so right. much, which was a big deal, even at the time, I remember. But um, I so I saw in this environment she like never really she's like I'm very shy I don't I'm not really built for this industry mm. and she wasn't really wanting to be doing it pretty early on mm-hmm. and apparently was experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression at 18 when mm. she was like at the height of the beginning you know and was that was when they first uh 
to put her on Prozac. Oh. So that's an interesting, that will become important later. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other, okay. So then, timeline-wise, we're moving along. She ends <laughs> up in this like high-profile relationship with Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. And the more famous she gets, the more the paparazzi just start hanging around, right? Mm-hmm. So then that's a big invasion of privacy. So there's, and you're like, imagine being like 16, 17, 18, 19, and like trying to live your life, and then everybody's watching, and I don't know. It just, that's already kind of crazy. So then she's with Justin Timberlake. And then we don't exactly know what happened. Maybe, I don't know if you've read anything about this or not, but they broke up, and the allegation was that she was cheating on him with Dave Wade, Dave Wade's, Wade? Wade Robinson. Wade Robinson. Who was her choreographer. Ah. And that, it seems like something did happen or something happened, mm-hmm. but then they broke up, which is like all normal dating. You know, all this shit happens. You're young, you like whatever. But then this is, this is the first part that made me cry a little bit today when I was like watching all this. So he ran with it public, publicity wise. Justin did. Justin did. That she cheated. Yes. And was a horrible person. Yes. Yeah. And so he turned like the media and everybody kind of against her and used it for his own personal um, gain. Gain. Mm-hmm. And he came out with his first solo album and the first single on oh, that album was Cry, Cry Me, Me a River. River. <laughs> Mind blown, right? Which was in response oh my to God. her. Yes. So then he like got so, every and I, and he was like, Oh, poor Justin, poor Justin. It helped his career like so much. Apparently, that was sort of the beginning of her sort of mental like mm. breakdown a little. Cause like it was just so public and she was so young. And I think that they were in love at some point. But you know, and breakups are hard. Right. But a public breakup. But then this made me so sad, you guys. Her response song to his response, Cry Me a River, was the song Every Time. Which I could barely remember. First of all, I also want to say, I'm not like... Every time I cry. Yes. When things are done. Exactly. Oh, it's so sad. It's so I remember. sad. Oh. And so I watched the video today oh. because I was like, wait, wait, what is this response going to be? Because it was going to be like, fuck you. You're making me feel bad. No, it's like I made a mistake, basically. And like, I don't know how to live without you. Jesus. But then the video is like oh God, her and Stephen Dorff or something that is like her like <laughs> fake, like her, boyfriend. her like boyfriend in the yeah. video. And they're fighting. And he's very abusive in the video, by the way. Oh. Which I don't know if that was really what was happening or if like we we're just trying to demonstrate something dramatic. But like in the video, Marie, Marie. Oh, it's so sad. They're fighting. And then they get, and then there's paparazzi and someone's pulling her hair and she's like very whatever. And he's throwing things. And then they get in the apartment, they're throwing things. And she like, they they like they take their clothes off, which was also kind of gratuitous and unnecessary. But like, okay. Um, and then she gets in the bathtub and he's hanging out in like the living room. When she gets in the bathtub, she feels the back of her head and then she looks at her hand and there's blood on her hand. And then she just sinks into the bathtub. And you feel very like, this is like a suicide scene, but they didn't want to show her slitting oh, her wrist. Jesus. You know? Then it cuts to a white light and her running down a hallway, and then it cuts to her dead in the hospital. Oh, I what? Do you not? I no, do not I do not remember this. this video. And so, like, and then sort of, I mean, it shows like Stephen Dorff trying to save her in the bathtub, but then they take her to the hospital, and she dies. And then 
they then the scene like switches over to the next room and a baby is born and the idea is sort of that like she has been reborn into another life which is like if that's not a cry for help like what is like i was just every like, time i try to fly i fail without my wings that's uh, that's what it is i feel so small i guess i guess i need you baby <laughs> oh my god it's but so the, sad it's like the saddest thing ever. and i pray that soon your face will fade away Guys, I cried a little bit when I watched that. I was like, this wow. is like the saddest video I've ever seen in my life. And, and if that we was 2003. Know, yeah, that was like a million years ago. So we, she already was like, you could, I mean, that that is like the most depressed video. Like clearly she was struggling with depression. If she was like, I know mm. what we should make. Let's make this thing. But anyway, life goes on, right? So then she's like struggling on and on through her life for all these things. Uh, I, I don't know what that sentence meant, but... <laughs> So she's struggling, whatever. She, like, starts dating her, um, her like, boyfriend from childhood or this kid that she knew from childhood. And then they got married. Yes, I remember for, like, that. How many hours? 50, Just a hot second. Hot, super hot second. <laughs> then they got divorced. And then she married Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. And she had two babies with him. But her real troubles started when they got divorced. And then there was custody battles about the kids and stuff. Mm. Um. 2007 was when she was in the hair salon begging the hairstylist to shave her head and then grabbed the shears and did it herself. And that's that's like a famous scene that we I definitely remember. And then that's the same. She like had half a shaved head and then didn't she do something with the umbrella? That was like a different thing that happened a couple like weeks later, but it was or a day later. But she still had the shaved but head. But the shaved head was still a thing. So right. So a tiny bit of backtracking on that. She started to have like a breakdown when he like won custody or a lot of custody over the babies. And because he claimed of her mental illness. Yeah. She was on medicine by then for bipolar disorder. I mean, she's also been medicated since she was 18 by this point. Right. And like for like a little bit of depression, anxiety that was caused by this high stress environment. Right. So that's already questionable. So then um, she like didn't want to give him like give back her son because he was her t- her visitation was like over or something and so then they called like a mental hospital and they had her oh, right. um put in a mental hospital against her will she was able to get out within 72 hours because it was sort of like not there was not really any grounds to do that and then a few weeks later she gets put into a mental hospital again and they think it was pre-planned to get her in there again against her will and then at that point they were able to get her that um conservatorship yeah that means that her this is this is the part this is the whole free Britney Britney part about this is that a conservator for a conservatorship which is a word I've never heard of before all this I mean usually it's in other states it's legal guardianship but in California for some reason they actually have the term uh conservatorship conservatorship and usually it's saved for either elderly people that are not able to take care of themselves anymore or disabled people or mentally incapacitated people that cannot take care of themselves so um but in 2008 her dad and a lawyer right yep they both had it over her yep full estate her estate and all her she personal stuff. She wasn't also. allowed to drive. Right. She couldn't she, have visitors. She couldn't choose her bodyguards. Even <laughs> down to clothes that she wore and stuff. Like she had zero control over anything. anything. Oh, that's so sad. So when that all went down, the idea would be like, oh, I have to take 
control over you because you are not mentally fit enough to take care of yourself and we're worried about you Mm -hmm. and we want to help you get better. Well, in that year after that, like within two weeks or something of her losing her control over her life, she was like guest starring on How I Met Your Mother. Mm. And then shortly after that, they put out another, they sent her out on tour. They put out another album. She won like six Grammys or something. That's not how that is supposed to work. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're That's a saying, person that can work, that can actually work and hold a job and is sane and absolutely. doesn't need. Yeah. And yet she like, they're, they have this conservatorship over her. So then around, I guess it was around that time. This is where I don't know about the timeline where the, the hair shaving happened, but her aunt died and her aunt was sort of like a mother figure to her and she just like lost it. And so she like shaved her head. That was like what, but nobody reported about that part of the story. They just were like, she's lost her mind. And they, you know, the, the narrate, the narrate, the narrative from this point in is that she's crazy. And that's all we think about. We're like, oh, she's right. crazy. Oh, she's right. crazy. And I was, I definitely was like, oh, she's cra- I mean, poor girl, but she's crazy, you know? So then fast forward you know, her, she's doing what she can do. Like she keeps going in and out of these mental hospitals and yet she's still coming out with albums. She's still whatever. Well, she had her big Las Vegas thing that it was from 2014 to 2017, which is by the way, doing Vegas and those big venues like that is notoriously one of the hardest jobs of all time for performers Mm. because the pressure's really high for money, but also, um, it's a grueling schedule. I remember like when, um, Celine Dion was doing it. She talked about how, like, it's just grueling, grueling. So somebody that's already struggling mentally, right. like, that's not a good place for her to be anyway, you know? So but she you make did a lot of money. December tw- uh, 2013 through December 2017, she performed 248 sold-out shows at the Planet Hollywood there. And she was also ranked the fifth highest paid female performer in the business. And Brit holds the record for an entertainer's single night take in Vegas, which was so one night she made one million one hundred seventy two thousand dollars. And now it's all adding up to her net worth now is like fifty nine million dollars, which is so I mean, crazy. And the thing about it is it's not like. That would be a thing to celebrate if she was like, wow, I worked really hard for this and I'm so proud and I love what I do. But it's like that is so creepy. Those numbers are so creepy because you know what's really happening are people are using her like a workhorse. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. 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 We're speculating. We're We're speculating. But, you know, so that they can make money off of her. Right. You know, so like those numbers actually creep me out. Mm. because like that's so creepy Well, the fact that she they claim that she's mentally ill and not able to take care of herself but then continued she went on four world tours in the 12 years she's done four albums and then to have this vegas and they i guess she, they were going to remount a new vegas show recently in 2019 last year or year before something like that um one of my biggest regrets in my entire life is I did not get to go. I mean, I'm sure it was an amazing show. Oh, I had friends go. I had a friend who went like three times <laughs> because through those years because she knew one of the guys who worked the door and always got free tickets. And she was like, if ever you go to Vegas, I got free tickets for oh, you to my see Brittany. God. I was like, That's should incredible. I just go to Vegas this weekend? Like, what's Shut stopping God. me? Shut Yeah, me. well, I was waiting for my bachelorette party, which never uh, fucking happened. No. <laughs> that would have been the best, but... Whatever. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, what's funny about, not funny, but what's interesting about um, that was that the reason why the Vegas show closed was because mm-hmm. her dad got like something his ruptured. His butt blew up. Yeah, yeah. His, butt, his butt exploded. <laughs> not a doctor. Don't just come soon. Allegedly, me. his butt exploded. <laughs> and he, and um, 
so then they like had to shut everything down i guess because she started like falling apart Losing her mind, yeah. and then so this is the reason why the free britney thing then became a thing again is that this whole time She's been under a conservative conservatorship. It's very hard. It's very hard to, to say. say. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying right. They heard the fans say sea ship because it's too hard on to Twitter. Say. <laughs> yeah, they just they call it sea ship. Okay, we'll call it the sea so ship. So sea ship. <laughs> so this sea ship didn't. It's not necessarily. It's not a thing that has to be so long term. Like the idea is that you have con- a sea ship over somebody <laughs> until they can take care of themselves. And she clearly proved that she could take care of herself mm-hmm. before all this. But they like to have the control over her. So um, they said after her dad got sick that like by March or something of 2019, I think it was, she was in a, a mental institution, but she was doing self-care, they called it. Well, it turns out they had actually locked her up in there in January of 2019, and she'd been there the whole time And she because she didn't want to take her medication. Mm-hmm. And they were like, lock her up. But also part of the, well, that's a whole other thing. But like, so she was not there on her under her own volition she was there against her will Mm -hmm. and they were trying to make it seem like she was doing it and she knew what she was doing it was because they've been drugging her basically allegedly and her um there was like a lawyer that reached out to her she was like trying to get some sort of a lawyer to help her with all this stuff Mm -hmm. but because she's under conservatorship she's not allowed to have a lawyer Right. They say she that she's pick. not mentally well enough to be able to get a lawyer so this lawyer was trying to help her and be like you are not crazy. Mm. You are being drugged. You have depression and anxiety, which are treatable, and they are taking advantage of you. And then they, like, the the the, the court basically, like, did a cease and desist on him because they, it's like, I don't know if they're getting pay payback pay for that. I don't know what's yeah. going on there. No but idea. But it does allegedly speculate. We don't really know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But um, it is kind of suspicious um and so now she's in a relationship with this younger guy apparently her people around her are sort of saying like this is the most like healthy relationship she's been in for a long time oh the 25 year old yeah oh but yeah. like if you've been watching her on instagram which i have <laughs> like again sort of like in this awful sort of scheidenfreude way originally right. like oh wow she's so nuts but there a lot of people are saying like she's nuts because she's on so much medication well, also, I read that she posts so much in so- on social media is because that is one of the only things she herself has control over. Right. Which I think is fascinating. And what the fans are picking up right now during quarantine, because what else are we going to do but really go in there and try to save Britney, is that they're trying to communicate. They think that Britney is actually communicating through her Instagram to her followers. So like one fan said, wear yellow if you need help oh my god and then the next video she wore yellow (gasps) and then there's another one that says like wear pink if you need help or black if you need whatever and then she wore pink and black shorts there's another one that was like post doves if you are not okay and then she posted this crazy elizabethan era like thing or with doves with doves yeah and that she just i mean I don't know if she, I don't know if Britney's like playing along or if she really is needing I mean, help. I don't think she's I don't think it's like a joke to her. You know what I mean? don't like, think so I either. think that this is real. The other thing that's uh, that that's like a mind blowing thing I did not know. Here's mm-hmm. another mind blowing fact that I did not know. Apparently there's a there's like a missing album. There's what? an album that she was wanting to make called oh. original doll 
Right, and it was going to be more acoustic too, or well, something. I, I don't know that it was acoustic, but she was going to be part like part, well, singing in her, making it more. Because I yeah. listened to one of the songs, they, so she. This is so crazy, but she wanted to like have a voice, basically. Like that's what mm. art is for. It's a. This is what I think why I get so upset about this because like the point of making music and art is so that you can express your, yourself, express yeah. yourself. And so here she's like, okay, now I want to express myself, and she wrote this song called Well Original. Uh, uh, Original Doll was the name of the album or is going to be the name of the album. And she wrote this song called Mona Lisa. And it's sort of about like how I guess the idea is like Mona Lisa has been replicated a lot of times, but also mm. it's like put under a microscope. I don't oh, know. Oh, really? I, I listened I'm to some proud. of the songs and they weren't like that great. But that's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> so then I guess what happened is she like snuck out of her house and had the the album. She was calling a radio station was like, I want you to play my song before the album was like completed or whatever. And so she and like a bodyguard or something went running over the radio station and just like showed up and they were like of course we're gonna put you on the radio and she's like play this song and they were like okay and she's like this is gonna be on my new album original doll and then like a day later jive records was like that's not true we're not doing that that's not gonna be an album we don't know like what she's talking about basically and so then wait what year was that that she like rushed to the radio station so curious i'm so curious too i mean maybe 2008 or something but they were speculating too that um that the there's a lot of reasons why they would have put a kibosh on the album and it not all like insidious per se. One is that like they probably were not cool with her just running over and releasing some single that they hadn't given her the go ahead for. And I know that that's like would right, be you're normal. tied up. Yeah, you're yeah, like, signed contracts and blah yeah. blah blah. Also, though, one thing that's interesting is I listened to some of the songs that were supposed to kind of either be on that album or were made at the, around that time, and they were you know. They were her singing songs about, you know, being watched and whatever. And then the next album they actually put out was um, Blackout, which was that album where the that's the it's Britney, bitch. Right. So and that album, then I started to like go through that album a little bit. And it was so sexed up. It was Mm -hmm. so over overly sexual. And I think that they just wanted to keep her in that box of being this like sex doll, basically. Well, that's part of the machine. They knew Absolutely. sex sells. They, yeah. you know, they they were selling sex when she was fifteen years old, a hundred percent. And they didn't. And it was like they didn't care what she wanted, you know, because she. And it's not that she didn't. Maybe she would have still been sexy about these things, but she just had something more to say. Now, I will say on that album, they also have that song. What's it called? It's like the one about like self. I can't remember, but it, t- it talks about like being like put under a microscope and it was a pretty big hit yeah 2007 was when blackout came out so this album would have been like 2006 or 2005 or something i mean it was like or maybe around 2007 it was earlier i think it's before the head shaving incident Mm -hmm. i think it's even before she had her kids so she was trying to have some control over her career oh give me more was on there piece of me piece of me. me was the one that where she's like um you want a piece of me what has that song go (laughs) you know yeah uh I can't remember, but y'all, y'all can look at it. You remember. You, remember. <laughs> you guys know. You know. Yeah, that's all I'm, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. I went and saw Britney Circus here in New York at Madison Square Garden, and it was so fun. She did not sing. Oh, speculating. Uh, I don't think she sang any of the songs. Uh, it's all lip syncing, but her dancing was incredible. It was so fun. Love me some Brit Brit. Um, yeah. Well, a couple of the things that like, so that kind of blew my mind that there was this like secret, al- or not even secret album, but this album that never got released. So that was sort of like, whoa, right. that's crazy. Right. But 
then there's all that speculation about the way she sings too did you read all these threads on instagram again speculating no tell me well because you know how her voice is so high some people are speculating that it's all the medication that she uses and it affects her voice or that she was told at a young age to sound like a child and sexualize her as this like doll yeah and so she started singing like that it's actually damaged her vocal cords and she can't sing in her regular voice so actually that's that album that you're talking about was the first time that she actually was using her regular voice in her normal uh register register Yeah. yeah And that Jive was like, no, that's going to freak out your fans and, and they're not going to know who you are anymore and like we're going to lose all this money. So oh, it makes me so mad. Isn't that That crazy? makes me so angry. Like it makes me so angry. I can't imagine being an artist. Actually, I can. I had a director once tell me that my voice sounded so much like a child's that I wasn't going to get cast in anything. And he told me to go scream as loud as I could to break my vocal cords so that I would be in a different register. Which is like the worst piece of advice I've ever heard anybody give anybody. On so many levels. I'm a a child when this, I mean, I was like in my, I was thinking I was 21 when this director told me to do that. When if you actually had like damaged your vocal cords like that, you would have, that would have been the end of your career, really. Right. What is he even talking about? Right. It's not even like a thing. Like, Yeah. Anyway, so it's just like the industry trying to control and manipulate young artists. Absolutely. For whatever reason. And also in those cases, I think sometimes like when it's teachers like that, and this is a thing I just want to warn young people about all the time, is you're going to face a lot of like acting teachers and entertainment teachers that are jealous of you. Mm. They're jealous Mm -hmm. that like you're young and your career is ahead of you. And I know that like you had said this before, but you were very good. And that there, I feel like that you sometimes came into contact with some teachers and people that were like, mm-hmm. they didn't want you to be so good. I think mm-hmm. that they thought that you, and you had the drive. Right. And you're like, I'm going to New York or I'm going to LA. And they were like, not if I can help it. Right. Because of their own like insecurities. Right. So something like that, it feels like it's just a way to ruin you. Mm. I am just like Brittany. <laughs> just like Brittany Spears. <laughs> um, so, oh, here's the other thing. So her, the, the um, conservatorship, oh God, the C-ship. C-ship. <laughs> Conservator- conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. I just said conservatorship. I don't know why that's so hard. Um, it was supposed to end in 2009 and then they were able to get it extended for no good reason. Um, but also, it. I didn't know this, but apparently when you're in a conservatorship, you also can't like vote. You what? can't drive. Yeah. You can't vote. No. You've like you've been like stripped of everything. It is crazy. Oh hell no! I because, didn't know about voting because they say that you can't yeah, mentally you're make mentally, any oh decisions for God. yourself. So it's just so fucked up. So anyway, there's a couple other little facts that I was just like, what the fuck? But apparently, <laughs> she she dated um she dated a series of terrible people. But one of them was she dated this guy named uh, Adnan Galib, and he was a paparazzi. So he like was dating her to be like close to her. He admits he sold all he made over two hundred thousand dollars a year following her around. 
So like she was just so and she just wanted she and you see this in the interviews and stuff, but she just talks about in some interviews like how she just wants to have a family and live a normal life and like have like be in love and whatever. And people would just kept taking advantage of her like over and over and over again. She also had a um, a manager named Sam Lutvi who uh, her dad finally had to get a restraining order against right. him because he was preventing her from contacting people. He was um, disla- disabling her vehicles and things so she couldn't leave or get away. Although I don't think she could drive anyway, but um, and then he was grinding pills into her food. Oh no no no! Yes yes yes. So they were able to get, um, and it was just emotionally abusing her, telling her how like her kids didn't love her and how she was a terrible mother, and that was the only thing. Her kids had been used as a pawn allegedly for her, like on every. <laughs> With every step of the way, though, it's and so sad because so she really sad. just wants to be a mother. And everybody says anybody that like knows her that not that I know, but like that <laughs> the people around say that if you see her with her kids, she's a wonderful mother. Right. She had a series of some weird things where she was like caught driving with her kid in her lap, and then there was a couple other questionable choices. She also did get into some drug and alcohol trouble with Paris Hilton and um, what's her Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. And oh, they were hanging um, out. Oh, but what's it. that other girl's name that also fell apart? Poor girl. Who was in uh, Freaky Friday? <laughs> oh, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. That whole like crew that would just get like trash. Right. And then she was like not wearing underpants. Isn't that interesting that those were our role models? I mean, when we were growing up. I mean, they. I didn't really see them as a role model, but like they well, were the people that we were admi- seeing on. I, yeah, I mean, I was obsessed with um, the tabloids. Like I remember when Paris. No, Perez Hilton. I used to read that, which is so yeah. disgusting. And then I, it did hit me one day of like, this is such a waste of time. Like, time to read Nietzsche again or something. Like, yeah. I can't spend my time reading Well, so Perez this is Hilton. another interesting thing about all this. Because, of course, I get like, you know, gossipy. Oh, and like, totally. you know, there's parts of our brains that just flip into gossip mode. Um, but like, so number one, she was dabbling in some questionable behavior which was also making it a little bit harder for her to get custody of her kids and all those sorts of things but a psychologist was analyzing her behavior when like the hair this is all around the same time the mm-hmm. hair shaving and mm-hmm. this and going out and, and she said this woman has never had she's never been independent mm-hmm. she's never developed that ability to verbally express herself because nobody's allowing her to verbally express herself so when she tries she's totally shut down the only way she can express anything is through this like insane behavior so it's Mm. not fair to call her crazy because it's not that she's doing the behavior because she's lost her mind she's doing the behavior because there's she cannot find another way to be heard Mm -hmm. so that was another proof that it's not that she like is just nuts it's that like she's been in this her situation has been really bad and then the other thing about the paparazzi stuff is that at the time there was like no laws about like keeping their distance Mm. and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and because of what she's been through they've installed laws now to protect people like celebrities so and they call it like a space bubble or something Mm. so the paparazzi has to be a certain amount of space away from the individual at any given time but it's too little too late for her you know Mm -hmm. she's already been damaged by that and also the way the media portrayed her that was the other really big thing is that they never talked about how wow she her life is really hard like maybe we should like give her a break or like maybe this is this is a cry for help mm-hmm. or something. They just kept spinning this in like sh- that she's insane. She's insane. She's insane. She's nuts. She can't take care of herself. Everyone was kind of working against her in that way, which only made the courts like give be against her in every trial mm-hmm. because they were like, look, here's proof of how she's crazy. But 99% of the time she wasn't acting like that. 
it was just like what they were putting out into the world. And her family was sort of like letting it happen. Her team, everybody kind of wanted it to be that way because they could have control over her, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Well, apparently last year in 2019, her father did step down from the sea ship. And her mom, I think, has taken And her mom is now, control. yes. And and there's all this like speculation on Instagram too with her mother stepping up and posting things and Jamie Lynn Spears also posting things. And yeah. so it's it's wild that part of her family has been cut out of it. Like her mother's not involved in the... I think she is now though, but she wasn't trying, for the yeah. whole time or she's but trying recently, to get more. I mean, well, because the court case, well, yeah, a, it was supposed to be this year, but then they pushed the court case well, to July 22nd. Apparently it was also pushed prior to that because... Dun, dun, dun. Justin her Timberlake personal, was going to be there? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Timberlake was... Oh my God. We need him to step up and help her out. Real, I know. Real bad. But no, apparently her psychiatrist, her personal psychiatrist, who was supposed to, I think, I think the story is that he was supposed to advocate for her. Oh, he I passed think. away. At 48, he mysteriously died of what they called an aneurysm, mm. but they never confirmed the cause of death. And then they, so because of his death, they like pushed it another like couple months. And then I think that they just kept pushing it now or in the Right. But I mean, I know that's a little conspiracy theory E, but like, what the fuck? He like died under mysterious circumstances. Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Ah. (laughs) Wow. Hmm. And you know, when I think of $59 million, I mean, that is a lot of money, but it's not like that. Like, but that's how much she made like in like a year or something. How much is she worth now? Or maybe the other question is. Her estate is. Oh, maybe it is. The other question is, is $59 million what she personally has? Or like how much has she made? all the in- the industry do you know what I mean because that's oh, yeah. really the question well because her world tours well no her net worth is 59 million dollars that's her personal worth right but then so they're probably like how much did like the albums make do you know what I mean like though that's the money it's not that everything is worth 59 million it's that she personally she personally yeah and her team yeah and also to be honest like maybe it doesn't even have to be that much money for them to feel like, if it's a couple million maybe that's enough to destroy somebody's life they don't care I mean, we've seen that. I mean, we're not not to get into this, but like we've seen it in the industry. We've seen teams destroy people. So yes, we, we know it exists hmm. for nothing, for very little. We've seen people destroy people for very little because they don't care. As of say? 2019, we estimate her net worth to be 215 million. Today, she makes 20 to 30 million on average. I mean, the other thing is, yeah, because of Vegas. Yeah. I guess the other thing is that those numbers, we just don't really know unless you're actually in somebody's finances. Because I know sometimes on those websites, they're like, we think so-and-so right. is worth this much million. And right. then we're like, like, oh, that's not true. Um, Yeah. So so anyway, the other thing I just wanted to kind of like, we can obviously keep talking about Brittany, but I just, on a side <laughs> note, I just want to mention that apparently conservatorship <laughs> abuse is a thing. Oh, yeah. Aside from just her. Obviously, her situation is real fucked up or it seems very fucked up. Mm-hmm. But conservatorship abuse is very prevalent amongst the elderly mm-hmm. and ways where, um, and it usually has to do with weird financial things where maybe somebody claims that they're 
father is incapacitated now, but maybe he isn't, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, or maybe he is even. And then people basically like embezzle money out of these poor older people Mm. and take advantage of them. And there's a lot of like elder abuse that is connected to Mm -hmm. these sorts of things. So this is a real serious issue. I was reading that it really affects a lot of um, old elderly black people, especially Mm -hmm. because it involves their homes, their their estates or whatever. Um, And so then they sign away. And then people just prey on them and take, and that's gentrification in some neighborhoods. Absolutely, and stuff. yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's like a, it's a real issue beyond just like the Britney aspect of it. She just seems to like really. It's it also sort of feels frustrating that it seems to be happening in plain sight and nobody's really doing anything now. Well, when you say nobody's doing anything tell about me, it, tell me it's what, it, there is a huge movement that is happening. Well, you're right. Which you're is right. so which is again, I don't know if it's because we're all just in quarantine and getting all amped up and seeing all the stuff and I know I I saw Britney Spears. I mean, I've been fan, a fan of her forever, but of course, like recently, we all know that like we're watching these dance videos and going, "What the fuck What's is happening?" Know, yeah. But then now this free Britney hashtag has been trending, and there is a there's all these petitions going up, and they've actually received over a hundred thousand um, signatures, and it's going to the White House now. Oh, it's good. Um, and then actually, there's a this Wednesday uh, in LA, they they protest for her. Free Britney. <laughs> there's there's I mean, all these great. websites and yeah. organizations that are really trying to come together and, and I fight realized, for Britney. And I said that, and then I remembered that the, also the other thing is, remember when I said that she had been, after the Vegas thing, she had been put against her will into the uh, mental institution. Mm-hmm. And then in, by March or something or sometime, they realized that she was not in there by her own volition mm. that she had been forced in and then her fans protested right, right, and right. then two days later they let her out so the the fans really right. have been able to make a difference in this so there is hope for her i just feel bad because like so much damage has also already been done i mean she needs to be in she needs to be off of well i don't know what she needs i'm not a <laughs> therapist i'm not going to tell her what she needs but if she is on too much medication they need to reevaluate that mm-hmm. and then she needs to be like be able to have a normal like right she'll never have a normal life but be able to just be, you know, do her own thing. I just bet. I hope I don't spit coronavirus. Oh, no. The droplets. <laughs> well, the LA Times did a thorough investigation about this whole thing last year, and they could not prove any any of it. So, so it's worth mentioning. I mean, too. it's worth mentioning. But Cher then tweeted the article, which I think is so amazing. And she wrote, just enough meds to keep her working, but not enough to have a life. Right. Yeah. I think that that's exactly... They don't want her yeah. to die because they'll stop making money off of her. They don't want her to be a zombie, but they want her to be a puppet, you know. And I think it also says a lot. I mean, I know sometimes people have um, some mental illness that really, really needs medication and there can be resistance to taking them medication. So that's a problem frequently with people or in different, different troubles and stuff. But it does alarm me a little bit that, like, they just put her in a mental hospital every time she doesn't want to take her meds. As opposed to, like, maybe she just needs a break. <laughs> like, maybe right. we should, like, not be pushing her to do another Vegas stint or something, you know? Right. That's the thing I think that makes me the most upset about this, too, is that that nobody seems to be actually trying to take care of her at all. There's no person behind this, this artist. Like, and- a lot of people are saying, like, let's stop worrying about the performer that's a person that we need to be concerned about and it's and it's your daughter dude right right like i don't trust him at all apparently um also this is a whole other like side story but apparently kevin federline 
got a restraining order against her father for the kids because the dad was coming over and like threatening him and kicked the door down. There's a lot of like restraining orders in this whole story in this crazy way because everyone's just like a little... If anybody's nuts, it's like everybody else around right. her. And it also seems like a lot of men oh, who are controlling. Yeah. All the men For are sure. controlling. For it's sure. kind of, it reminds me, it's a little reminiscent of Taylor Swift's team in that documentary sure. that we watched with her finally being like, listen, I'm going to tweet what I want. <laughs> I mean, and I, I there's like, I guess for publicity's sake, there's a balance between like, and we've we always have conversations about our brand and like having, what is our brand? How do you show who you are? Like, you know, what is this message we want to send? All that bullshit. So there's a little bit of that that's important. But this thing where it like goes against somebody's values or you're like controlling them at their own expense. I mean, that's where you're just like, this is so horrific and Well, she's just a puppet. She's just a puppet at this point. And the thing, too, about it is, like, it made me start thinking about, like, well, what is all of our, you know, what what does this also say about us as a culture and all Mm. of us that, you know, buy into all these things? And I think that we certainly more and more and more, I feel like we're moving into a world where we get such pleasure out of somebody else's demise. Mm. And so I, like, looked that up as a concept. I was like, I'm just curious what that's about. And apparently it's a very human biological thing. And it tends to happen a lot where we, um, we want to see people fail when we feel envy for somebody else's situation. Mm. So when you see this woman painted as like having it all, you know, and being Mm -hmm. beautiful and rich and has anything at her disposal and performs all these wonderful venues, there's a part of you that wants to sort of see her fail, which I think is such a fucked up part of our body. Like, that's a terrible thing. Was that specifically Americans? No, it's just like a human nature. It's like a biological thing. Um, And probably some sort of, you know, survival of the fittest situation right, under right. but we don't live in that world anymore so we don't have to like hold on to those things i also thought it was interesting they were saying there's a couple different ways that this can manifest sometimes it's like somebody sucks like legitimately sucks and you want to see them fail because you're like fuck that guy right <laughs> sometimes it's um but sometimes there's this feeling of like it's not even that you care about that person that much but as long as you're not the one doing the active hurting to them mm. you sort of sit back from a distance and watch and enjoy and mm. that's sort of a really fucked up thing and i think that is exactly what the tabloids are it's like well i didn't take pictures of her i didn't chase her down the street right. but i am gonna watch her Right. struggle and I'm going to buy that tabloid magazine for whatever $2 and get some sort of schadenfreude out of that I mean that's all tabloids are right is just us like watching people suffer and we feel like it's not our fault because we didn't you know but what it is because we're participating right well so if anything listeners if you've learned anything today let's all not Quickly judge Britney Spears when she posts those adorable dance videos no. and go, she's crazy. No, let's just stop and realize that there's a lot more going on behind closed doors that hopefully we can yeah. get in there and save her. And if and and honestly, if, if some lawyer is going to come after us, because we're saying allegedly, allegedly, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. We're not, whatever. But I will say this, that like if really she's, if really nothing shady has gone on from her parents' perspective or from the conservatorship perspective, then let's just leave her alone. Mm-hmm. 
Right. It makes me feel a lot more empathy to that weird kid that did that Leave Britney Alone video. Remember that oh, came yeah. out like 10 years ago? He was like Britney crying. Alone. Oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. that kid now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Leave Britney, Leave Britney, Britney alone. alone. We were all like, what's he talking about? Oh, he knew. He knew you guys before we did. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Britney, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. We do. We love you so much. We want you to be happy. And we and we and we care about everybody that's um, you know, we want any kind of conservatorship situation to be happening for the right reasons. Because sometimes it's important to have that. Um, but we just don't want people to be taken advantage of and you know, on in any level, but this in this particular case just spoke to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad that you're so passionate about it. So I terrible. mean, the court case is Wednesday. Yeah. It's tomorrow. So our podcast comes out. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Okay, so, so we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll we'll report back on it next <sighs> week <sighs> in person again with no AC running. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very great. hot. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. All right. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah, love you guys. Till next week. See you next Tuesday. Bye. You wanna get with me, cause I'm the girl of your dreams. Don't like fancy cars, diamond rings. Just take me on over to the Burger King. No champagne or caviar. Just give me on a boat with some PBR and head south towards Mardi Gras. And I'll cut you off a size of my hoo-ha. You want a piece of my hoo-ha? Gotta work for my hoo-ha, hoo-ha Wanna get down with my